I'm Mitch. This is Keith. And you're listening to Layman's Term Podcast. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up every time. Well, this is a podcast where we discuss the last week's message at First United Methodist Church as lay persons, laymen. Keith and Mitch here are non clergy, and we are discussing sermon from November 6, 2022, The Journey of Forgiveness. Uh, first in this series is vengeance. 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 I will have my vengeance. And uh, as always, like to open with our scripture. So I read excerpt from Psalm 619, uh, um, not every verse in there will end up around verse 28. You know how I am scorned, disgraced, and shamed. All my enemies are before you. May their eyes be darkened so they cannot see, and their backs be bent forever. Pour out your wrath on them. Let your fierce anger overtake them. Make their place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in their tents. For they persecuted those who would, those you wound, and talk about the pain of those you hurt. Charge them with crime upon crime. Do not let them share in your salvation. May they be blotted out of the book of life and not be listed <laughs> with the righteous. <laughs> Let's just pause for a second. Boom. Whoa, let them be blotted out. <laughs> what was the second one? Romans? All right. Second one, Romans 12, 17 through 21. So we had New Testament scripture here. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to anger, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Yeah. So the first, I mean, the first thing that I want to make clear is if if somebody didn't hear the sermon or listen to the sermon or anything like that, right? The 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 first one was was Psalm, and uh, it, the the person that's writing the Psalm is not wanting to be vengeful on somebody themselves. They're they're asking God to take vengeance. On somebody, because the first line is, you know that I'm scorned, disgraced, ashamed. All my enemies are before you. Take vengeance for me, right? Okay. Yeah. Because um, I, I think you know, if you if you don't hear that little bit, you're like, whoa, those are like two wildly different, you know, parts of the Bible, right? Where I'm going to take and they vengeance, are. and they and they really are. But I just want <clears throat> to point out that you know, Adam's kind of maybe main main thought process in the sermon is that. You don't have to take out vengeance. Let let God let God sort it out. You 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 can feel vengeful, but don't don't act on it, right? Yeah, and and we've got some options. And you know, he spells out some options that we have um, in dealing with our vengeance. And you know, he uh, brings out a interesting interesting point in in opening is as vengeance um, is a human desire, but God's to decide. Yeah. So it's it's our we have these desires mm -hmm. for vengeance. Um but we need to recognize and understand taking that into our own our own hands isn't 
isn't what we're called to do. Yeah, and I, 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 re- I really enjoyed that portion to where he's calling out, it's okay to have the feeling, right? Yeah. Because I think t- too often you have the feeling and then you're like, I'm not supposed to have this feeling. Shame and, and guilt. And then you, yeah, you, you feel kind of all like, you don't want to tell anybody about it either because... You know, you're not supposed to have that feeling of wanting to extract revenge on somebody. Um, but it's okay to have the feeling. You just don't. You don't have to act on to it. Act on it, right? And so I, I, it's I a human was, emotion. It was a human emotion, and that was really helpful for me. I think because so often I, I, I don't want to say so often I do want vengeance on somebody, but so often when when something happens and I'm like, oh. You go to a dark place. Yeah, and I, I, I feel bad about it, but I shouldn't, right? Um, so anyway, so I thought that was I thought that was super helpful. Well, repenting is good. Yeah. Right? So like, you're sorry for it. Right? Like I've okay, I've gone to a dark place. <laughs> I enjoyed my time there. Lord <laughs> Lord help me out of this pit of despair right. before before it overtakes me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um Yeah, so I thought I thought that was really I thought that was I thought that was a really good um, a really good point to make. So, yeah, and you know another good another good point I like I want to reiterate. Uh, he has this quote from Eugene Peterson, um, who says who when speaking about we should think of the Psalms as both poetry and prayer. Um, he's quoted with these two features: the poetry and the prayer account for both the exactment and the difficulty in studying. Sorry, the excitement, excitement and difficulty in studying the Psalms. The poetry requires that we deal with our actual humanity. Those are those emotions mm-hmm. we're talking about. The prayer requires that we deal with God. This God who is determined on nothing less than the total renovation of our lives. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest and say normally I steer clear of Psalms. Yeah. I just, it's not something that I, I sit down and I'm like, you know what, this month I'm going to go through Psalms because they're so, they're so one-off, right? I mean, they're, they're not, it's not a story yeah. like, like Mark or Matthew or, you know, it's not a story that you're reading through like Exodus or whatever. It's just, Hey, here's a song. Yeah, hey, it's a song, a song and it's a song. It's a, yeah. It's a right? song, you know, or a prayer, and, or, you know? So, yeah. I mean, and it, sometimes we think, wow, those don't fully make. A lot of sense, <laughs> yeah. But yet, some of them speak to you. Yeah. And how cool is that? That this is thousands of years old. These lyrics, because if they're psalms, mm-hmm. they're songs. Mm-hmm. It's lyrical. So, how much in your life, like you had songs like speak to you, and you get the lyrics out, and like three lines really oh. hit home. Oh yeah. And some of it leaves you scratching your head <laughs> and you have no idea what that guy was talking about. Right? How cool is it that yeah. that like you think thousands yeah. and thousands of years later our our lyrical artistry would be very um, crisp and understandable and, and yeah. if the human the human experience and emotion is so individual and complex that only only the parts and pieces of it are um, – it's so complex that different parts speak to you at different times. Right. So like, like you know, the classic example would be if you're sad, you're feeling down, you're, you're feeling whatever, 
and you you turn on some music that is Isn't sad it? and down, you're like, this song is singing what I'm thinking right now. This song yeah. is meant for me, you know? But then, like, when you're happy and you're, like, at a party and you're having a good time and you play this, like, downer song, you're like, fast forward. Like, like I want to, yeah. I want to have just, like, you're, you're bringing us down. This is not what I'm feeling right now, right? So, yeah, we, we connect to... We connect to music in the moment too, right? So, um, you know, if you're feeling you're feeling down and out, and you play on some some good tunes, and you're you're jamming out, you can change your mood a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, next time I feel vengeful, I, I'm going to go to this psalm. This one. I am going to cross stitch this. Are you? I was thinking about that. I was thinking about. I think like I don't know that I get it cross stitched, mm. but maybe we could just like print a poster. Yeah. Just a digital cross stitch. You know, you can yeah, probably put sure. a filter on. I yeah. mean, I don't want to go through the work of cross stitching anything. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask somebody that knows how to cross stitch to cross stitch it. Like, <laughs> we can hang it on the wall right back here. And it would be <laughs> behind. <laughs> so it would just be, you know, a, 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 a song of vengeance. A psalm of vengeance. <laughs> oh. I'm sure some people listening to this right now want vengeance on us. Anyway. Um, yeah, so you were you were talking about earlier the three things. So yeah. I think this is key. The three things that you can do. Okay, you something happened. You feel vengeful. Yeah, we want to move beyond the emotion experience, right? Of, of so what of do you do? What do you do about it? Right, desiring now? Venge, 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 vengeance, venge, vendetta, vendetta, <laughs> ven, v for vendetta. Um, desiring that and moving um, beyond it into obedience. Yeah, well, don't well, don't get ahead of it. Sorry. What I'm saying is there's there's three things you can do. So you're feeling vengeful. I can do it. I I yeah, three things. You can either do it, yep, which is like probably not appropriate, right? Yeah. You can deny it, right? You know, which is kind of my thing, right? Which is you know what I said earlier, it's like I just kind of like, "Oh, I, you know, I didn't feel that way." You know, like you just deny it, right? Um but it just builds up inside, right? And, you know, at some point it boils over and, and it's a problem. You or, know, my son, yeah. the other night, I'm watching um, watch, watching the, the World Series. Mm-hmm. Watching some baseball. Oh, is the World Series on? World Series on. I, I, I just did that for you. That's fine. <laughs> so I'm watching some baseball. And and my son, who's, you know, post, it's at, games on after dinner. Like, they got to get that sugar out of the like, Sure. Like, they eat and then they have to move. Yeah. But now it's getting dark out. Yeah. It's like they can't be outside, you know. And so I have compassion for the wiggles, right? Sure. Um, which is fine. I have an entire house. You can go wiggle wherever you want, <laughs> right. right? Like, knock yourself out. But they <laughs> yeah. want to wiggle near you. Sure. They want to wiggle. They don't want to be all rambunctious. They don't want to be alone. By themselves. No. They no. want to wiggle in your presence. So anyway, he's doing these, and he's he has his he has his football, this little football, and he's just throwing himself these little diving catches onto the oh, couch, yeah, right, okay. right next yeah, to me, yeah. which I tolerate for half a dozen <laughs> passes, and then I, you know, I'm calmly like, hey, man, could we like, okay, that's simmer enough. down, you know, he's yeah. like one more, All right, one more, and then he just like, and then he's like moves on to like diving catches on the ground right in front of me, you know, <laughs> so he stopped jumping on so, the couch, right, and I'm just like progressively, you know. Desiring some vengeance here, so my I want you talk about the just do it. I want to take the football, walk to the door, open it, chuck it, pump the thing into the darkness. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's the do it. Yeah. Um. 
The but deny moved, it is to I, keep ignoring it I until all of a sudden it, and I denied it blows it. up even more. I denied it for another 15 minutes yeah. of, of you know, sports center, you know, <laughs> internal small child superstar in their head moments. Um, I'll tell you what. And then and then I never ended up deferring to God. <laughs> I I uh, to use your your to use another baseball reference when when the Royals were in the World Series and they had that like that outage in the TV truck I don't know if you well I, I was on Google Fiber at the time or whatever and I think it only happened to Google Fiber customers okay. or anyway there was like an outage right like right towards the end of one or it was like right towards the end or the beginning or something like I mean you know you're all tense you know and like there's like this outage and like it's just it's gone. Right. And like, you're like, what, what happened? What happened? What's going on? You know, it was like gone for like 25 minutes, like a long time. And then they, you know, it, it came back or whatever, but I was feeling pretty vengeful at that point. I was like, I'm going to drive down to the stadium. I'm going to find out what's going on. You know, <laughs> like I was just mad. And Piper, uh, who's, you know, what, eight now was only like three months old. You know, I'm like holding Piper, feeding her and pew, Nothing. Like nothing. That's a oh. really that was a Gosh. really good like um noise. That was yeah. really good. Well in the motion too. You the, can't yeah. you can't see it. You can see it if you're if you're watching us on YouTube, but that you know where the screen goes down and just goes into a thin white line and you're like, What happened? What happened? Yeah. Anyway. So uh but you know, uh Adam says you shouldn't you shouldn't act on it, you shouldn't deny it. Um, what you should do is defer to God, right? Um, that vengeance is a human desire, but God's to decide. Um, and I, you know, I like this. I think this would be a good experiment. So next time I got the football thing happening yeah. right in front of me, I'll just out loud ver- verbal request for God to intervene. And I wonder if it's going to work. <laughs> um, I might have frequently in the past said something like, you need to stop doing X, Y, Z. So help me God. I will ask God to take vengeance on you. I'm pretty sure I've said oh, that okay. multiple times in the past. So, you know, I, you know, anyway. I, I say that for rare, rare occasions. Usually when the kids are fighting with each other, right? And then you separate them, but then somehow they come back together. Like if you if your sister's annoying you, go to the other room. Right. It's I just don't... go away, right? Yeah. And then when you separate them, you're like, hey, you go play on your switch in your room. Hey, I got one. And then the other sister follows them. It's like, why are you following them? I don't know, but I have one rule. If you could figure out, you could be the perfect parent. If you could get one rule. Okay. If you could get your kids. Everybody listening? Everybody's keyed in. I'm ready. If you can get your kids to do this, parenting is a breeze until they're 18 and gone. Ready? Okay. Don't talk. Touch anyone. (laughs) Don't touch anyone at any point ever. No hugs. Don't. Do not hug your father. Don't. Do not hug your mother. Anyone. That's the one rule. Parenting would be the easiest thing. Um, 
I don't think that's going to work. All the parent. All, I don't think, <laughs> that, think that's going to work. There's a there's a famous <laughs> um, there's a famous story, and I'm trying to remember if it was if it well, was I'm not King talking David about the with, with trying to figure out what language God spoke. Do you know this story? No, go for it. I, I don't know if it was King David or or anyways. There's there's this king, and he was like, I want to find out what language, like humans speak naturally. Okay, and so he he took a bunch of babies, like a hundred babies or something. Okay, and he and he this had is great. Them, and he had them all stole babies. Well, I mean, you're this the king. Like, this is like hundred one Dalmatians. Like, you're, but... you're, you're you're the king. And he had nurses take care of these babies, right? But the nurses weren't allowed to talk to them. They could, like, pick them up, feed them, you know, whatever, put them back. But they weren't allowed to talk because he wanted to find out when they when these babies grew up what language they spoke, okay? Obviously, this guy wasn't very smart. But uh, they all, like, they all like died within, like, a month. And it you know, it's this famous um, – what is it? Not, not sociology, psychology – Anyway, story that they try to relate that you need you need human interaction oh, to, to thrive, right? Like you can't you can't not have interaction with humans, other human beings, and and be okay, right? Um, but you, that was make, you, you made me think of that, like well, like you know, like well, you don't I, touch or talk to anyone at any point <laughs> in time, ever. never. If someone falls down, do not help them up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think that I don't I think they a, would be good people. At I was 18. <laughs> very much half joking. I was half joking, half joking. I uh, was pointing. <laughs> I was I was identifying that ninety nine point nine percent of parenting troubles come with you know, um, because somebody touched somebody. Yeah, yeah. He Her touched me. Foot touched me when I was on the couch. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, well, I, I like to wrap this up with a thought that was – I don't know if he said it in, in, implicitly um, or not explicitly, but he kind of implicitly applied it, which is it, – it doesn't mean, though, that when something happens that you don't do anything about it, right – it's just don't take vengeance on the person. So, like, you know, if you and I get in a giant argument and you say something mean to me, right, I don't never come back to you and yeah. say, hey, that dude, that was kind of mean. No, I th- and I think, yeah, where you're wrapping right. up is back is back in um, Romans, where do not repay yeah. evil with evil, right? If yep. I say something mean, don't just say something mean right. back. That's not helpful. Um be careful to do what is right yeah. in the eyes of everyone, right? We have this, we have we have righteousness in us to identify. You know, the we identify good versus evil. We we recognize um, appropriate human action and behavior. We don't have to, it's ever. There's yep. not a single culture in the world where if I punch you in the nose right now, that's a <laughs> you know, that's like a that's like a loving embrace, right? Right. Um, <clears throat> So do what is right in the eyes of everyone, the natural, uh, that, and then if, if it's a, if, what's he say, uh, Paul says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, so mm-hmm. everything in your power, mm-hmm. live at peace with everyone, do not take revenge, but leave room for God's wrath. So kind of release that. Yeah. Release that. 
But I, anger. I, and then I want to make the point: it's not, it's not forgive and forget. Correct. Right? It's not forgive and forget. It's, it's you, you, you're okay to feel the emotion. Don't act on the emotion in a vengeful way, but instead do everything that is seen as good. So going back to the person and saying, hey, you shouldn't have said that. Like, be the it, bigger that, person. That, that, that really hurt me. And giving them a chance to be like, I'm sorry I said that in the moment. Or giving them the chance to show you that they're really not a nice person and be like, well, I meant it. you know. But, but it's not forgive and forget. It's not, you know, something happens to you and you just... I'll let it go. Let let God figure it out. Do do do. Let me walk away. It's you. You still there's room to do something to at least um, try to remedy the situation. Yeah, and I think Paul goes on to give you some uh, some if you're really interested in doing some things, right? Like you get really angry, so you're gonna like clean the house. You ever done that? Ang- angry. Clean- <laughs> oh yeah. Angry cleaning. Ang- oh, angry yeah. dish scrubbing. Do you do you angry clean in front of the person that you're angry? Of never. <laughs> ha- do you ever angry clean that, in front of the person the person that that would you're angry angry about me. and it, you're angry about cleaning? That's never happened to me. <laughs> but you see, that would say you would implicitly you would be implying that the anger is is coming from is inside the house. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, angry cleaning is like one of my, one of my go-to's. Is it? Is yeah. it a spiritual gift? Oh, it's, it's, it's my clean. go-to. Angry cleaning. Do you ever angry clean and you just move stuff from one place to the next, and then you turn around and move it back? As angry decluttering. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean like, I mean like, I get the, I get the Windex and the, I do, I like windows, so like I get the Windex out, paper towels, you know, and uh, but like. You just you're just so mad. You're just like, oh, this doesn't belong here. I'm just gonna put it here. Oh, this doesn't belong here. I'm just gonna put it back. So this, I'm less angry. This thing, I'm gonna go to the windows. These tax papers don't have a home, <laughs> but they're very important. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, got some on top of a computer at home. <laughs> so here, so here is your to do list. Um, if you are experiencing uh, this and you gotta take action, he says, um, if your enemy is hungry. Feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, in doing this, you will heap burning coals upon his head. <laughs> oh, what so it's great kinda, language! It's kind of words of wisdom to be like, yeah. be the bigger. Yeah. So being, if you're mad at somebody for not cleaning, you should clean, clean. in front of them. <laughs> Reap those so. burning coals on their head. I don't think that's it at all. <laughs> Uh, I'm not just going to leave it with that. Let's let it hang. (laughs) This is Keith. This is Mitch. And you've listened to Layman's Term Podcast. Uh, Thanks for joining us. See you next time. (laughs) Bye.